0: Welcome to another episode of Hitting Pay Dirt by Impact Sports. This is episode number 53, and I'm Alex Beaudry. Back with me. Mac, The last mock draft Monday, easy for me to say, of the draft season is Brian Klemacki. How you doing, Brian?
1: I'm good, man. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing fantastic, man. It's draft week. What's not to be excited about, you know?
1: Yeah, man. We got, what, Thursday's the draft? We just had a great uh, Wisconsin weekend, kicking the ass, kicking the uh, shit out of the <laughs> Chicago Bulls. That's like,
0: right. It got a little dicey in game two, but we've, yeah. we've already moved on. Yeah. Uh, now they come home. Hopefully they'll wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Game five. I feel like yesterday really took the the wind out of the sails for the Bulls faithful. I think the Bulls just kind of like, okay, we are – DeMar DeRozan had his moment in game two, and now they've figured that out.
1: Yeah, and I just love when Bobby Portis is pointing to his ring finger. That's the <laughs> crowd, just a big F you.
0: So the Bulls, Bulls Twitter was all after Bobby Portis today, yeah. and Bobby was like, look – I had no problems leaving Chicago. Like it, there was no bad will, and he's like, "Me and Zach Levine are like best friends off the court, so like, <laughs> you know, get off me." Right. So yeah, it's great weekend for uh, Bucks basketball, and uh, yeah, we'll see where that turns out. But we turn our attention to football, and we, like you mentioned, we're just a few days away now from round one. Uh, we've spent a ton of time on round one. I promise we'll get to rounds two through seven today. Uh, But I did want to go back. There's been a couple rumors that I wanted to run past you. Sure. See if it's real or fake news. (laughs) Uh, The first one I saw today, uh, the Jaguars seem to be high on Akeem Iguanu at number one. Hmm. Real or fake?
1: I could see there's some realness to this. Uh, I mean, you got to protect Trevor Lawrence. He's priority number one in your franchise. Protect him at all costs. Um the flip side of that is you, you you tagged Cam Robinson, you spent money on Scherf, you got investments in the offensive line. Um maybe it's time to shore up the defense. So I think the Jags are trying to send out as much smoke screen as they can with the with this top pick. You know the the smoke screen thing at number
0: 1 always confuses me though. Yeah. Cuz like who are you faking out? You yeah. have complete control of the board yeah. unless they're trying to Find someone last minute to trade up. Yeah, but I think you and I talked about it. There's no consensus number one, and it's not a quarterback. Trent Bulky
1: came on and said, "Yeah, I'm not getting any calls for the number one pick." I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, dude, no one wants to pick this year."
0: No, um, and even if you want a quarterback, like we'll we'll get to Carolina in a minute. You could probably stay put and get a guy. Yeah, especially if you're in that six to fifteen space. Yeah. Um. So you had remind me you had. Akeem, as your first – I had Evan Neal. You had Evan Neal as your first tackle off the board.
1: I going to Seahawks and Neal going to the Giants.
0: Okay. So if if you're the Jaguars, knowing you got Robinson locked down or he's tagged this year, Mm -hmm. um, Sheriff's a guard, you know the Jaguars do spend the most in the NFL on their offensive line.
1: And it's just still not that great.
0: No. The talent evaluation (laughs) might be missing there. But from an investment standpoint, they are the highest investing team. Yeah. I'm of the belief I don't like Cam Robinson at left tackle. I would move him to the right side. But if they're dead set on him being the left tackle, do you have a problem with them going icky over Neal to be potentially the right tackle?
1: Uh if you if you're looking for a right tackle I would probably go Icky. He's more of a run-based guy than mm-hmm. a pass blocker. Um but they they drafted that kid out of Florida like I think last year or the year before to play a right tackle. Like they invested a first round pick there already. You got and then you got Cam Robinson. So I, you just got a lot of investment there. I think you got to spread the wealth and maybe go defense. That's that that's what I would do.
0: <clears throat> okay. Uh I think I still think Aiden Hutchinson's the pick here. Me too. I think they're just floating things out there to see if their phone rings. Yeah. Um, it just seems to make the most sense. Either him, Thibodeau finally seems to be on the rebound, at least in the media's eyes. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this. Like, there's no way he goes past 10. And now, if you look at the most recent mock drafts, he's back in the top five.
1: It's amazing how wh- what happens one week from the draft date of how. People, like, fly back up the draft boards or crash, you know? Yeah. Like, Stingley, flying back up. I see him top five now. He was like, oh, he might go top 15. Now he's back at the top five where yeah. he should be. But
0: I think the big thing is to remember these media guys are usually talking to GMs, maybe directors. Yeah. Scouts got these guys pretty much pegged from the beginning. I mean, yeah. there might be some movement based on a pro day or a combine, but that, those were months ago now.
1: Mm-hmm. Um and the thing about talking to GMs, they're only going to tell you what they want to tell you and exactly. to influence you in some way and to influence your take on the general public or other people in the league.
0: Well, and if you are like the giants at pick five and yeah. you really want Stingley, yeah, yeah I'd be leaking to the media too. Like, oh yeah, you know, we're worried about this, this and exactly. this. We think he's oh, going to ankle, I don't know. And yeah. the next thing you know, in the media, league source says Stingley mm-hmm. could fall out of top 10. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's a lot of smoke screens right now. They're trying to you know position and float things out there and get other teams nervous and yeah, it's gonna be a ton of fun. So the other rumor <clears throat> I wanted to address is there's two of them, both yeah. all along the Carolina Panthers. Oh, okay. So the first was saw a trade rumor, Debo Samuel and Jimmy Garoppolo for pick number six, Robbie Anderson, and a third player. I, God, I I talked with Mike about this last night. For the life of me, I cannot remember who that third player is. Hmm. Thoughts?
1: If you're San Fran, I am taking that to the bank. If I can dump Jimmy and Debo for the sixth pick. And Robbie Anderson? I mean, Robbie Anderson, I think he's kind of a throw-in. But I don't, I mean, he's not great. He's a wide receiver two, maybe three.
0: Yeah, but it's a guy.
1: It's a guy. Yeah, but if you're Carolina, dear God, that's a total desperation move like you can't do that
0: it is a desperation move the thing that scares me and i texted you this they would have like 46 million locked up between darnold and garoppolo yeah so you have like aaron Rodgers' money in garoppolo slash darnold
1: and i mean i mean donald's pretty much trash but i don't think the highest of jimmy garoppolo i don't think giving up the sixth pick is like that big of an upgrade at quarterback to do that even if you get debo you're spending 30 million on him next year to yep. lock like the 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 cost of doing that trade is the six pick plus 25 mil for jimmy plus 30 for debo i just can't do it
0: and then they don't pick again until like round 4 yeah yeah so you're really just sitting until day 3
1: yeah you're pretty much just putting yourself in a hole there and i don't know if you can dig out and that's your job on the line right there.
0: But, again, as we talked about, their job could be on the line this year yeah. already. So <clears throat> if you're sitting at six and you're going to get maybe Malik if he, according to us, slips, yeah. Yeah. or Kenny Pickett, yeah, I might take Jimmy G over Kenny Pickett True for a year.
1: <clears throat> I just, like, with, if you're going to take a quarterback, if you're choosing from Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, Jimmy Garoppolo, Sam Darnold, that bucket, your offensive line's pretty garbage. You need some guy, a guy with mobility, mm-hmm. I would say. And yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo is probably the least mobile of all of them. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't get there.
0: Okay. So then the other rumor was that apparently there's been some rumors that Carolina might go after Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. but they've come out and said we're not doing that until at least – After round one.
1: I saw there was mutual disinterest between both parties. (laughs) Okay. So
0: maybe that rumor is dead before it even gets started. Yeah. But what I took out of that report is Carolina's got a guy in mind at six. Yeah. If he's there, they're going to draft him. Yeah. If they don't, if not, it'll probably be a tackle. Mm -hmm. And then maybe they'll start to explore these markets, whether it's Garoppolo sounds like baker may be dead already yeah. for carolina but yeah uh, like let's see if we can get our guy at 6 we're not going to trade off that
1: yeah and i heard an interview with baker and someone like straight out asked him like where do you think you're playing next year and he flat out said i got no idea maybe seattle and that was it yeah like there's i mean what do you do you he, if you're the cleveland browns you got to just dish him forever you can get like you can't have him <laughs> come back he doesn't want to be there. It's going to be a cancer. You pretty much poison that relationship.
0: You one hundred percent poison that relationship. And to be honest, uh, actually, Robert Griffin the third had a great kind of take on this. He should have been traded before the ink dried on the on Sean Deshaun Watson. Watson deal.
1: Yes. Whatever you get, whatever you third get, or third, or third, fourth, whatever. fifth, yes, sixth. Because now he has something. zero trade value, zero.
0: And teams are teams that are interested are just going to wait for you to cut them. Yep. Cause he ain't showing up to anything.
1: Exactly, and uh, you can't just roster him because he's like what, like nineteen million dollars? Yeah, because he's on his fifth year option. Yeah, like that's insane just to roster him for a backup quarterback mm-hmm. that doesn't want to play for you. Yeah, that's that's nuts. Like that 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 whole situation needs to get resolved before July for sure. Well,
0: yeah, you can't have. You want to talk about? Because
1: I don't know if you I don't know if you trade him at the draft. What are you gonna trade him for? I'm I'm seeing people not even giving a second round pick for him. So you're what a third maybe, and like. If you're not taking a third for him right now, what are you going to do it in four days? Yeah. I can't do it. You got to get rid of him. You got to, I would say he's probably going to be a cut candidate. So
0: if him and honestly, I would have thought Garoppolo would have been dished by now too.
1: Garoppolo's got that shoulder, man. He's not right till July.
0: So let me ask you this. Now you are Seattle. Mm-hmm. You're like the only destination that's still kind of an option for Baker. Yeah. Legitimately, I mean, sure, there's Atlanta, but they signed Mariota. Yeah. You, you know, there's there's other teams that maybe could use Baker, but let's pick on Seattle. You giving up a third or I'm not a fourth? up anything. You're just kind of sitting and waiting for him to get cut. You're going
1: to play the tanking game this year regardless. Why am I giving up a third-round pick for a guy that might not even be here in a year? I'll just roll with Drew Locke and run four games? Or do you want to give up a third-round pick, with get Baker, and win six?
0: Especially in that division.
1: You're going against the Rams. <clears throat> You're going against the Cardinals.
0: Seattle seems like a great team to like finally bolster their offensive line and get in the CJ Stroud. Yes, uh, Bryce exactly. Young so I'm not
1: jeopardizing that for Baker Mayfield.
0: Is this Pete Carroll's last year,
1: dude? I thought it was his last year. Last year, I mean, he's getting <laughs> he's 70 years old and he's gonna be going through a rebuild. Like, come on, man. He yeah. must just love the game because ugh, the amount of stress that these years put on your body is just insane.
0: Oh, working those long hours. Yeah, I will say Pete Carroll for the guys that are seventy plus still looks good.
1: He does look good. Like yeah. he takes
0: care of himself. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, those were the two rumors that I saw just this morning, and it was or three rumors, I suppose. And uh, we'll see, we'll see where it goes. Um. All right, man. So let's do a little bit over under round one, and then we'll we'll get to we'll get to the the guys going in the second and through seventh rounds, guys that we like. So let's start with quarterbacks since we spent some time there. Sure. Over, under, four and a half.
1: Whoa, that's a big number. Round one. I'm going under on that one.
0: You're going under. You think four?
1: I think Malik. I think Pickett. I think one more. I think probably only three. Yeah. I think Ritter probably over Corral. Even though I like Corral more, I think there's a lot of chatter about Ritter. Uh, four. You said over under four and a half.
0: I I'm still. I, I think five could go.
1: Five. That's so you got so you can corral and then you're going uh, oh. Howell.
0: I think, and I will know pretty much immediately if I'm wrong on pick two. Yeah. If if the Detroit drafts quarterback. Yeah. I think there's a run. Yeah. I so would agree. So teams that I think will draft a quarterback. You got detroit mm-hmm. and i think they will pick one regardless either at 2 or 32 yep yeah carolina's in the mix yeah um new orleans yeah I, they're doing something
1: i hope so because if you just traded future first for like the 16th pick like that's like a firing move
0: it's either it's either fireable offense it's either a quarterback or they love
1: chris olave or something like uh, that i think a left tackle <laughs> or like charles cross yeah, but where still. they're gonna
0: try and get up in the top ten, but that's ugh, That yeah. makes me want to take yes. a shower. Yes, so I think it's quarterback. I
1: think uh, I think you are right there.
0: Um, Pittsburgh, yeah, and then I think there is going to be a team that trades up into the first round. Atlanta, okay, uh, maybe Seattle, Minnesota, um, maybe Minnesota. Okay. to get a guy in late first round. So okay. that's why I think there could be five
1: gone. Yeah, I think there might be two in the top 10, and then I think 32nd, whoever picks there is going to take one. And maybe there's a shot in the dark in the 20s someone takes one, like plucks one.
0: I was... Uh,
1: I can't get to five, though. I don't know. Can't get to five. I think Howell's more of a day two, like a high-end day two, pick 35 type guy.
0: Okay. But again, if a team likes him at 35, yeah. You get that 5th year option, yeah. you hit a home run on it, you'd rather pick him at 32 than
1: 35. That's true.
0: Um, I was on a uh, I was a guest on another podcast last night, uh and I got to sit in on their mock draft mm-hmm. and kind of give my commentary. They didn't have a single quarterback going, I think until
1: like 20 or something. No,
0: it was it was I think the first quarterback they had off the board was at Atlanta at eight, but then they didn't have another one until like 20. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you guys are looking at this way too logically. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just the the draft when it comes to quarterbacks is not logical.
1: I've seen like mock drafts out there, like from guys that have done this for 20 years and like, Oh, we don't think the first quarterbacks going until 20 to the Steelers. It's like wh- people are going to jump the Steelers if they're sitting at 20
0: to go get Malik Willis. For sure. Um, honestly, like we don't have Atlanta drafting a quarterback. No. I, I, if Willis is there at eight, they'll yeah. draft him.
1: I believe so. Yeah. I I mean I think Malik Willis has superstar ability.
0: Yeah. I mean you you listen to all the you know Twitter scouts and there's a lot of them. Yep. You know the the common theme is no quarterback has a first round grade. Mm-hmm. That may be true, but quarterback is a premium position. Exactly. And teams will draft one. Mm -hmm. if it's the best available
1: and like we've been saying for the last month it's so cheap it's so easy to move off these guys and pivot if you miss yeah take the shot if you hit you hit big you get the fifth year option you have a five-year window of basically a cheat code of Mm -hmm. building a roster exactly you got to take a shot it's just the gamble it's the the cost is just so cheap to get these guys in the run one you got to do it
0: Exactly, so if I put if I drop the over under to three and a half, can I get you to go over at three and a half?
1: Uh, three. Uh, you know what? I think four. Four, think four is where I'm settling in. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Let's look at offensive tackles. Okay. To me, this if you're a team who wants a tackle and you're in the middle of the draft, it's mm-hmm. like the draft board's perfect for you. Yep. Because I think you'll see. Again, depending on what Detroit does at two, but I think you'll see a run on quarterbacks early and I think we'll see a run on wide receivers. Yep. So how many tackles do you think go in the top fifteen?
1: All right, just talking out loud here. We got Icky, we yep. got Neil, we got Charles Cross, who could be top ten as well. You we got Trevor Penning, so got four. Do you uh, think a fifth one goes?
0: I so I think who who is your it depends on who your tackle five is. Is it Raymond from he a monster.
1: he's like six eight three fifty,
0: but is he your I'm asking is he your tackle five
1: uh probably at this point, yeah, uh, no, I think Tyler Smith from uh Tulsa, I think is okay, so let's call that five
0: a and maybe five b, yeah, I don't think either one of those guys, and I don't think Penning goes in the top fifteen. I would agree, so I think three
1: you think three go in the top ten. Top 15.
0: Top 15. Okay. Icky, Neil, and... Cross-Cross. Um, cross, yeah. yeah.
1: I agree. I think Penning, based on his lack of pass-blocking ability at this point in time, probably slips to the 20s or maybe 30s. Yes. But, yeah, Agreed. I think Charles Cross is... Charles Cross, might, I've seen him going six to... Or, or five to... The Giants. The Giants. Yeah. I've seen him going that high. So we'll see.
0: I do think one of those guys slips out of the top 10.
1: I think Evan Neal has the best shot too. And that's just really? a feeling. Yeah. I think if Icky goes, if Icky goes and someone loves the pass blocking ability of Charles Cross, you're looking at Evan Neal slipping. I
0: would love, <coughs> I would love him to slip to 22. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, well, yeah, I know you're not saying how will no. that far, but maybe like 13 to Houston or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think three go in the top 15, and I think a team between 10 and 15 is going to get a great player. Oh, yeah. Because they'll slip. Okay, Uh, wide receiver. Wide receivers. Do six go in the first round.
1: So we got Jameson's my wide receiver one.
0: Dude, I I think he's becoming the consensus number one, at least if you believe the stuff you're reading on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just
1: think the ACL is not that much of an issue these days. Some teams, I think, still get scared from it, but I I would take him wide receiver one still. He's he runs like a four two. Yeah. Um, he's got all the ball skills, the speed, the agility. Uh, he's my wide receiver one. You got Garrett Wilson. You got Drake London, uh, Olave, um, Burks, Traylon Burks. You're at five. You're looking at Christian Watson territory, George Pickens territory. um... So I think maybe seven. Yeah, right.
0: <sighs> See, but I don't think so. My bold, Do you think
1: Sky Moore can go around one?
0: No. Um, <laughs> that was a quick no.
1: <laughs> well, and the
0: reason I say no is because I am going to go out on a limb and say that Watson and Pickens both don't go round one either.
1: Wow.
0: I'm going to sell this wide receiver class short and say that only five are taken in the first round.
1: Wow.
0: So I think it'll be the two guys from Ohio State, okay. Olave and Wilson, Williams, London, and Burks. Wow. So I, I'm gonna say that Watson goes day two and Pickens goes day two. Okay. Sky Moore. I think all those are round two guys.
1: Wow. That would be a huge shocker. And we've been we've been campaigning for Christian Watson on this podcast, or at least I've been.
0: I mean I'm high on his athleticism.
1: Yeah. I mean, 6-5, runs a 4-3.
0: There's – the reason I say it is I think some of these teams, while there might be teams like the Packers and the Chiefs that maybe are a little more desperate for wide receiver one, I don't know if other teams that we've talked about picking wide receiver are.
1: you got so many teams, though, that could use a wide receiver. You could. Chiefs, Packers, Bills e- maybe, Eagles. Patriots, Eagles. Chargers could pick one um Lions they could do anything Houston could do anything I yep. don't know it, it, Atlanta Atlanta could
0: do anything um I just think like for example for like Christian Watson 65 43 speed but there's like a guy like Isaiah Weston who's almost exactly the same from at least from an athleticism standpoint okay so like if if you're really high on Christian Watson athleticism there's other guys that you could get later where you might not feel like you have to pick him late round one.
1: Okay. So you think the athletic profile is just you can you can get it later in the draft? Yeah, okay. cheaper.
0: So, like, you know, there might be a team where, like, if he's there, great, but we're not going to jump up to get him.
1: Yeah, okay. I, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm jumping up to get Christian Watson. I'm just taking where he where he falls. And yeah. if he falls to me at 28, I'm taking him.
0: Because, you know, like, like let's, let's use the Packers as an example. And I have – right out my notebook upstairs. They have I think like 11 picks. Yeah. So do they go day 1 wide receiver probably? Yeah. Uh, I mean we you and I have been pretty confident in that. But if they don't and I know the Packer fans will freak out, but they got nine picks the rest of the draft where they'll probably do some combination of you know maybe they get Sky Moore at 53. Okay. Uh and then you draft a guy like Weston in round 5.
1: I don't know. I just feel like if you want a wide receiver right now to top, like, 10 guys, that's where you want to live. Uh, So I think a lot of them are going to go round one, round two. But I think more often than not you're going to see, like, people go round one with these guys. I I, I just can't see Christian Watson slipping until, like, mid-second round. That athletic profile is too good for me. Yeah. Like, we saw DK Metcalf slip to late-second round, and look how that turned out. Same athletic profile. Very true. And dudes, you know, all pro talent. And we're like looking at each other like, how did he select? We took a Murray Rogers round three. What the fuck?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Um, and it is a position that we've talked about and that I can totally see happening where just an r- absolute run starts. Mm-hmm. Like if Atlanta starts at eight, you could see the Jets do it at 10, and mm-hmm. then you could see, you know, all hell break loose.
1: I was seeing something that the Jets could take one at four if they really like Uh, like a guy. (laughs) I know. The most Jets thing ever. (laughs) Your heart just... (laughs) Well, because if you want a guy pick at 10. Uh, Yeah, yeah. You're going to get number one or number two. It depends on what you think is going to be there at 10, though. Like If you love Garrett Wilson... Let's talk about
0: the picks between four and 10. Okay. So you got the Giants at five. Now, who knows what they're going to do with the... Kadarius tony we didn't even talk about that yeah that's bizarre to me that they're willing to move on from a guy who was probably their best receiver last year and a first round pick there's yeah. something going on there
1: yeah he just doesn't want to be there His lack of work ethic doesn't study the playbook
0: just did he, you see he hasn't even been given the
1: playbook this year jeez yeah. i mean because Dab-
0: dabble's like until he shows up to a virtual meeting, he's yeah. not getting the playbook.
1: Oh, my God. I mean, the dude has talent. The guy is phenomenal when he plays.
0: But if you're Tony, you're not helping yourself get out of there.
1: How not? You're just throwing sort of a tantrum. You're I, just going to throw a tantrum and get yourself out. I mean, I'm like I know, but it's going to look bad. But, but you're what gonna team's
0: going to be like, yeah, we need this guy in our locker room? I mean,
1: you're not going to get a first-round pick. People are saying maybe a second and third. But, I mean, I'm looking at like maybe a fourth. guy hasn't been healthy. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't look like he's a team player outside looking in. But if you get the guy in your locker room, and he, I think winning cures all. It does help. Say he goes to the Chiefs, the Packers, like one of these winning organizations. That guy is a stud. He torched Jalen Ramsey in the Rams game.
0: Talent's not a problem. Yeah. It's the other stuff that's scares say, I me. I think
1: winning cures all. If you get that, look at OBJ. Look at OBJ, and he went to Cleveland.
0: And still had a tantrum.
1: Had a tantrum. <laughs> Baker Mayfield's a quarterback. Just freaked out. You go to you go to the Rams, winning cures all, man. Yeah.
0: Speaking of the Browns, I'm surprised Landry's still out there.
1: He wants twenty mil a year.
0: Well, yeah, he
1: this geriatric does, guy wants twenty mil a year. Does, <laughs> does need to probably
0: lower his expectations a little like bit. Guy can run like ten
1: yard routes. And wants twenty mil a year.
0: Um. All right, and then. All right, so just to put a bow on the wide receivers, are you gonna? I'm going. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go hot take. I'm gonna hot go take. hot take five. Five. Are you gonna go hot take seven?
1: Hot take seven. Yes, I'm going seven.
0: Seven. So who are your seven? So you got the five guys we talked so about. So we got Williams, Olave, Wilson, London, Burks,
1: Watson, Pickens, Watson, Pickens.
0: Seven in the first round. Would that be a record?
1: Uh you have to look it up, but I feel like we've had six to seven go the last like two to three years each. Please hold. <laughs> I, the thing that scares me about George Pickens is people are come might be scared off against his his ACL injury, but I mean the guy has talent. He runs a four four. He's like six three two ten. He's got tremendous ball skills. He's probably has the best hands in the draft. Um, everything he catches with his hands, nothing with his body. I wouldn't be mad if the Packers took him at 22, honestly. That guy's – if he didn't have an ACL injury, he might be up there with wide receiver one.
0: I'm sorry, which player? George Pickens.
1: Oh, wow. He might be wide receiver one if he didn't have that ACL injury. Uh, Interesting. Or he might be battling for wide receiver one with Jameson.
0: Um The thing that I like about Pickens the most are his ball skills. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got He's got a little, AJ, he got a little A.J.
1: Greenish to him this game.
0: Yes. But you can go up and get it with one hand. Great body control.
1: Yep. Oh, the other guy we haven't talked about is Jahan Dotson, too. He could yeah. potentially sneak in there.
0: He could. So, the most ever 2004 was seven. Seven. Last In 2020, excuse me, 13 guys went in the first two rounds.
1: saying, man. It's a wide receiver league. Whew. Yeah. And you said five. You yeah. want to change your pick? I will. No, let it's you. called a, It's it's called a hot take. I will let
0: <laughs> you off the hook. It's called a hot take. All right. Um, I fully plan on being wrong, and that's okay. Oh, man, that uh, yeah, I do feel not confident <laughs> in that take, though.
1: Wide receiver league, man.
0: Wow. Okay. And then yeah, you got guys like Sky Moore too that have been listed as potential risers mm-hmm. yeah there's probably going to be like 10 guys gone by the time the packers pick again at 53
1: uh for sure that's why i think the packers best case scenario you have to move up you got to move up and get your guy you got to come away with one at least one wide receiver in the first two rounds i
0: do you think they prefer. go two?
1: i could see him double dipping in the first round Would i like it no but i could see it happening i do think they need two though in the first 60 picks
0: So they have four picks in the first 60. Mm -hmm. You think two of those guys are wide receivers?
1: I think you have to. I mean, otherwise, you know, if Alan Lazard turns his ankle in training camp, you're looking at like –
0: Oh, don't get me wrong. They have 11 picks. Yeah. Three or four of these guys will be wide receivers.
1: Yeah, but you can't be like, uh, what, four years ago when it was like, yeah, we'll take some wide receivers, but we'll take them all like late MVS, Jamon Moore and Equinemia St. Brown. Like, yeah, we solved our issue. No, that's not solving your issue. That's just getting like special teamers. But you can still. You, got, you need legit game changers.
0: I think you can still find a guy in rounds. Don't not, get me
1: wrong. Not that they're going to establish themselves from day one, man. You need a day one guy. You need a wide receiver one day one.
0: Yep. And that's why I think they'll go in the first round. Yeah. But can you find a guy like a Devontae Adams in round three, round four? Adams was a uh, round three was, pick. No,
1: he was a second-round pick. Second-round pick. All their guys are second. Like Jennings, Jordy, Devontae, all second-round picks. I thought Devontae was third.
0: Okay. So I'm wrong on but that.
1: But even, like, if you're praying for a round four guy to be established, like, even, like, week eight.
0: Well, and even Adams took two, he took, three years. He took
1: two or three years. He couldn't catch a ball he for had two drops. years. drops.
0: Yeah, he had the dropsies. Yeah, uh, I remember wanting him caught.
1: Yes, I think uh, every pack
0: <laughs> fan did after like two years. Yeah, you're like, come on, this guy's got yeah, yeah, got to go. Obviously, they knew something we didn't there.
1: But also, he was wide receiver three at the time. He was dropping every single ball. We still had James Jones, Jordy Nelson. Like we right. still had like all this talent. But
0: okay, uh, last over under. I got to do some edge? quick math in my head. Ahead, yeah, edge rusher. Let's start here. Are the first three picks in the draft? edge rushers
1: the first three like straight one two three yes no can't do it
0: I you don't th- think it goes hutchinson thibodeau
1: i'm sticking with my day one walker. hot take of malik willis at two sticking with that hot take we'll know on draft night would, i will would be you be running let me, let me circles ask. around this <laughs> podcast on draft night if malik willis is two me, <laughs> i told you so, so we'll be running hot
0: let me let me ask you this would you be surprised if it's one, two, three? hutchinson thibodeau walker
1: Yes, because I'm going – I think Sauce goes above one of the edge rushers.
0: He seems to be linked pretty heavy to Houston at three.
1: Yeah, I could see Houston either going Sauce or Stingley. That's where I'm at right now.
0: Let me ask you, so – I think Thibodeau
1: still goes top seven, but –
0: We've talked a lot about – so you still have Walker ahead of Thibodeau.
1: Mm, Yeah. Personally, I have Thibodeau over Walker what I think is going to happen is Walker's over Thibodeau in the draft just because of the elite traits that Trayvon Walker displays and everyone bashing Tibbs on his lack of motor.
0: Yeah, which, again, I think is certain teams Yes. throwing that out there in the hopes that he does fall like, to seven.
1: I would take Kayvon Thibodeau number one overall if I had a chance.
0: Yeah. Um. Oh, where was I going to go with that? I would not be surprised to see those three guys go one, two, three. Um, oh, this is where I was going to go. So, Sauce slash Stingley at three. We talk a lot about positional value here. Yeah. Now, shutdown corner is a higher positional value than like a middle linebacker or yeah. safety or a running back. For sure. But is three too high?
1: No, man. Three. If you can if you can get a shutdown corner at three, you do it. Those are so valuable. If you can shut down half the field or take. Someone's top playmaker out of the game, you got to do it. That's, I think, edge rusher and cornerback are the two most highly coveted positions on defense. So to me, they're the same value. It's like if you get a Jalen Ramsey or Miles Garrett, who do you take first overall? I think it's a horse apiece.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you got Walker, Hutchinson, Thibodeau. Who's your number four? Is it like Jermaine Johnson? Jermaine Johnson, yeah, uh, and then Carl Loftus. Carl Loftus, yeah. What do you th- so? You just said three guys, f- top seven. Yeah. Does Jermaine Johnson go top ten?
1: Ugh, oh, I think top fifteen.
0: Top fifteen, and then yeah. how? What about Carl Loftus? Carl Loftus.
1: He's top thirty. I'm not too sure. He's kind of like a boring type pick. He he gets the job done, but he's not like a wild type guy to me.
0: And then you got maffe
1: Mafe. Yeah, I think he sneaks in.
0: Five first-round edge rushers?
1: Five. Yeah.
0: It's a good number. That's a good number. Okay. Well, we'll get to find out in just a couple of days. Can't wait, man. <laughs> uh, you and I are doing a reaction show Thursday night that will yes, come up are. Friday morning. So we'll get to both point fingers and say I told you so <laughs> uh, and call each other idiots because um, – this is the first draft I can remember, where th- we're three days out and we still don't really know who the number one pick is.
1: Right, it's it can be like three, four guys at this point. It's pretty crazy. Uh, it's just no like Trevor Lawrence. There's no Andrew Luck. So like, or even no.
0: like no Miles Garrett. Yeah, there's n- nothing like that. So exactly. this super pumped and like I told uh, the guys on the driveway podcast last night. The draft to me still starts at two. Like even whatever the Jaguars do, like whatever, whether it's Walker, Hutchinson, whatever Detroit does, will have massive consequences.
1: Just after curious, who would you say that you would take at two on that podcast? You, you stick with my side, Malik Willis. Um, so
0: that I so you? So in their mock draft, they actually had Trayvon Walker going one. Okay. And then Aiden Hutchinson went two. Oh.
1: Ah, uh, they're sticking with the Motor City boy.
0: Hard to hate on that.
1: Yeah. But you just get yourself in trouble when you take the homegrown guy. Like, what's the – oh, God. I was listening to someone saying, like, what's the upside of taking Aiden Hutchinson over Kayvon Thibodeau? Like, just because – at at two, I mean. Like, just because he's from Michigan, like, that's a stupid reason. <sighs>
0: But if you think about it, you and we have Hutchinson going number one in our draft. Yeah. So he's the safest pick. What I like about Hutchinson more than Thibodeau. Thibodeau's, in my opinion, the best pass rusher. Me too. In the draft, but I think Hutchinson is more of a complete player. Okay. He's more of a traditional three-down defensive end. Yeah. Um. So if you're Detroit, and even if he is an eight to ten sack a year guy. It's a nice, safe pick. (laughs) And I know you and I are both like, hey, if you're picking number two, like shoot for the moon here. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. That's why, like, if I'm Jacksonville, I don't mind the Trayvon Walker pick.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I'm with you there.
0: Or or Thibodeau. Like, why not shoot for the moon? Why not try and get a guy who can get us 15 sacks a year? Right. And if he doesn't, well, now we're back in the C.J. Stroud, (laughs) Bryce Young (laughs) sweepstakes. (laughs) Right. Um. Not that either one of those guys will have a 15-sack season in their rookie year. That's It just takes pass rushers a while to adapt. But why not shoot for a guy who's got just, like, Aiden Hutchinson to me is, like, the most vanilla pick in this draft.
1: Yeah, me too. I think him and, like, Karloftis. But like, he's also I've,
0: got the highest floor.
1: Yes. Yeah. Like, like I feel he...
0: like you just know what you're going to get out of him. It's going to be an 8 to 10-sack-a-year guy. Mm-hmm. He's also going to be a guy who can play well in the run. Mm-hmm. It's a bigger body. If you run a typical 4-3 he's a perfect 4-3 defensive end
1: right he could even stand to play 3-4 outside linebacker but it might take a little work but yeah he's definitely safe Jags probably take him first overall I think he's the favorite to go
0: actually according to I just saw this this morning according to Caesars yeah uh Trayvon Walker is now the favorite
1: wow that's huge man this guy started off as like a late first and now he flew all the way up to number one that's kind of crazy
0: um different sports books I think have it a little bit different, but according to Caesars, he's their favorite to go number one.
1: I don't hate it. Uh, you're, you're, you're just banking on the traits cause the college production wasn't exactly there, but the traits are phenomenal. They're elite. So I can see it. Yeah.
0: It's going to be awesome. All right. Let's get to some of these later rounds. Okay. Um, I'm just going to pick some names that I want cause I have your list here. Yeah. Um, Let's start home. Let's start with the home guy. Homer pick here. Leo Chanel.
1: My boy Leo? Yeah. All right. So this guy is a freak, man. I thought he could slip, or not slip, but maybe sneak into round one. He'll probably be a day two pick. 6'3", 250. Let me read this for you. 4'5", 340, 34 reps on the bench, 41-inch vert. He runs a 1.55-second 10-yard split which is the 92nd percentile, 3.94 20-yard shuffle, which is the 99th percentile. This guy is an athletic phenomenon. He can blitz. He was in the middle linebacker on the number one rated college defense in the country this past year. He has it all. The only knock on him is he can't exactly cover in the passing game. But if you have these athletic traits, you can teach him. And that guy might be linebacker one on some people's boards um, over Devin Lloyd and Nicobe Dean. I would take him over N'Kobe Dean at this point, but not Devin Lloyd.
0: Totally agree. He's the guy that you and I were talking on the podcast. Because of his athleticism, maybe sneaks into day one. Yeah. Probably a solid second-round pick. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned his, his 40 times and his, his vert and all that stuff. Uh, going back to 1987 he's tied for the third best workout of all time. The only guys ahead of him are Lorenzo Carter, Troy Anderson, who's another linebacker in this class mm-hmm. from Montana State who could be a really solid day 2 pick. Yep. Um and then Manny Lawson. So you might be going, well who the hell is Lorenzo Carter and Manny Lawson? You know, not great NFL careers. Yeah. But still when you are from 1987, top three yeah. all-time in terms of workouts. Yeah. Team's going to take a shot on exactly, you. Exactly.
1: Like, that's worth the gamble there.
0: Um, absolutely. I
1: absolutely. just feel like he has the college production plus the athletic profile that like that just screams, like, safe.
0: His athletic profile comp is Luke Keekley
1: That's insane. Which is— I'm taking that to the bank.
0: Yeah, and, and the best part is— like, honestly, if you're the Packers, let's say they get their wide receiver. I'd love to see them go defensive line with that other first-round pick. Take those two seconds. Get into the upper echelon of round two and pick a guy like Chanel. Yeah. I would love that.
1: Yeah. If the Packers can find a way to get Chanel, uh, right or wrong, instead of, you know, passing on TJ Watt and taking Kevin King, let's take our hometown boy and get Leo. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm all for that.
0: And I just want to admit I'm fully biased. Because, you know, I'm a big, <laughs> big Badger fan. But, I mean, he can play. Yeah. And he can do a lot of different things up the middle, specifically rushing the passer.
1: Yeah, he can blitz. He can pass rush with the best of them at the middle linebacker position.
0: Yeah. And with that speed. like You can the, put him off the edge. You can put him off the edge. He can move around. And with that speed, he can get sideline to sideline, which has always kind of been the Packers' Achilles heel yes. with their middle linebackers yes. is covering the sidelines. So, would love that pick. All right, I'm just going to kind of keep you on your toes here. All right, Jelani <coughs> Woods, tight end from Virginia.
1: Another athletic freak.
0: Yeah, that um,
1: guy. He could be tight end one. He could be tight end three, five. Like he's kind of all over the board. Um, he's like six seven, isn't he? Yeah, he's like six seven. Runs a four six. Like just a tree, uh, and that can move on you. I wouldn't be shocked if he was like a you know, round three pick. Um, so I would I would love him to go and play like a like a wide like a more like a split out tight end like more of the more of like a George Kittle role. Yeah,
0: because if I remember correctly, and I have to admit I haven't watched a ton of film on on him, he's not like huge into blocking. No, no. Which kind of uh, sucks.
1: A lot of these tight ends this year are not huge into blocking. <laughs> um,
0: okay, so let's start with the tight end position because I have a vested interest here with one of my clients being a tight end. Sure. Is Trey McBride your tight end one? No. Who's your tight end one?
1: Greg Dulcich from UCLA. Okay. Uh, he kind of – like we just said no one's like George Kittle. Like he looks like George Kittle in the in the passing game, but he can't block like George Kittle. Yeah. But he runs a 4'6"-ish uh, 40. He started as a wide receiver at UCLA, gained like 30 pounds, moved to tight end. He's got great ball skills. Like that guy just – I think he's going to be something at the next level.
0: Okay. I think – I think McBride's the first one off the board. I think McBride. He runs in the 4.5s. Yeah. The rest of his workout was kind of eh. Yeah. But you get a guy that's 245, 250 that can move at 4.5. It creates a lot of matchup problems. Yes. Um. So I still think he's off the board first. After, in my opinion, after those three guys, including uh, Woods – there is kind of a pretty far,
1: yeah. This of professor isn't that great.
0: Because I mean, you got guys like Ferguson from Madison. I like he him. He had a yeah. very average workout, though. He ran like a four eight. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, like, you know, he's still like, according to like this RAS score, he was still like in the top third of all tight ends of all time. So he's still like athletic enough, and he had a good senior bowl, which always helps. Um, but you got guys like him. Jalen uh,
1: Weitermeyer looked really good on film, but he runs a five oh forty.
0: Uh his athletic score was like one yeah. out of ten.
1: I will remind you though, Orlando Brown had a horrendous combine and look at his career. But so I think I think some guys are just ballers on the field and but not I think certain positions you can get away
0: with it tight end i don't know if it's one of them
1: i don't know man orlando brown a uh, different position but orlando brown threw up like 20 reps on the bench like he couldn't bench press anything yeah he's a franchise left tackle
0: but tight end is such a unique position okay like if you're 5 like you're not outrunning any linebackers in the nfl
1: no but all right the- it depends on what you want from your tight end. Do you want a tight end like Kyle Pitts that can stretch the field, do everything, or do you just need a tight end to like run like a five-yard out, you know, some curl routes here and there, um, some bootleg stuff? He can do that.
0: Yeah. So here's hot take number two on this podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> Wattemeyer, before his pro day slash combine, he was like put, like talked about potentially like a round one round two type player his film yeah. is very good yeah. and if you've heard me on this podcast you've said oh the workouts don't matter that much i think his workout was so bad he might go undrafted
1: i would say he's probably like a six seven pick yeah yeah his workout was horrible but if i'm a team i'm taking a chance on the film the film is fantastic he plays in the sec and he's tearing it up man. yeah i hear you he's i hear it's alabama
0: i i don't think he goes undrafted i think there'll be a team that needs a tight end that says, yeah, we'll take a sixth. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But, right. Um, yeah, interesting. Um, okay. Linderbaum. You got uh, Linderbaum as a guy who slips into – I think
1: it's going to be a day two pick. I think it's going to be a high-end day two. Just centers just aren't valued as highly as guards and tackles. Um, and I mean, he's
0: undersized he's yeah not quite 300 pounds
1: his athletic profile I think I sent you this was like similar to Corey Lindsley like just a freak at every position or every his uh the cone drill shuttle bench press everything he was just like top of the charts
0: and he's a former wrestler mm-hmm. which I love Lyman both offensive and defensive they understand leverage yep um he's
1: played under Kirk Ferentz so. he's a
0: guy who could go in the second round I could also see him go in middle of the first
1: me too I think he's all over the board, but he's going to be in the top 50 picks for sure. Um, he could go as high as 20, as low as like 45. Depends on how teams view that positional no value there.
0: Um, Cam Jurgens, offensive lineman, Nebraska.
1: He's probably the smartest center in the draft. Yep. He's probably the most technically sound center in the draft. He's probably a day two pick, uh, second round, maybe third, but probably second.
0: I have a little bit of inside knowledge here. I would be shocked if he clears round two. Yeah. Um, I know of a couple teams that have really been interested in him. He might be a guy where we're talking about him in our reaction show, like, wow, a team reached for him. In the first? In the first.
1: Wow. That would be a huge reach. Yep. Okay.
0: But one that I could see happening. I mean, um, he's going to be that, a think, solid pro. I think he's a solid round two pick. Yes. Um, For that reason. um. Uh, Center from Nebraska there. <coughs> Ojabo. David Ojabo? Yeah.
1: He, he was first a first-round pick. He, he should be a first-round pick, but his Achilles just popped.
0: Let me ask you, is there a team real late day one? The Bucks, That take him and just say this is a long-term investment. We know we're not going to have him for a year, but we don't need him for a year, but he's a – potential all-pro talent once his Achilles heals.
1: Bucks and Chiefs. Just teams that are already kind of stacked. Maybe even Bills. Teams that don't need him necessarily in 2022, but 2023 and going forward, that guy could be like a top-end pass rusher for you. Mm-hmm. Teams that need that have plenty of holes to fill won't take him, but teams that can use their pick as a luxury pick might as well take a shot on a
0: Because I think he was pretty solidly a top-ten pick before he got hurt.
1: Yeah, the guy's phenomenal. Him and Aiden Hutchinson really They carried that defense. Yeah, well I yeah. shouldn't say carried that defense, well, but they
0: made the rest of the defense look better.
1: Yeah, and Dax Hill too. But yeah. yes. Yeah, that defense was phenomenal. Finally beat Ohio State, shout out.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> Kier Elam.
1: Kyir Elam. Uh corner from Florida. from Florida. Yeah.
0: So on the mock draft last night, um the way they did it, they had five guys and each guy had, like, certain teams. Uh-huh. It it worked out that the one guy who had teams who were looking for corner in the first round, he hated McDuffie. Wow. Yeah, he just was not high on him at all. So he actually had Elam going in the first round, and that draft had McDuffie slipping out of the first.
1: There's. I will bet my life <laughs> that McDuffie does not slip out of the first. <laughs> Um
0: <laughs> I thought you'd get a, a kick out of that. <laughs> but is, is my question would be, is Elam the next guy after McDuffie? So you got Stingley and Sauce, clearly one A and one B. McDuffie's probably third.
1: Yeah, they were talking about Andrew Booth and Kyrie Elam.
0: Booth. Hmm. Can Elam jump Booth?
1: He could. Uh hot take. I know I didn't have him in my first round, but Kyrie Elam might go over Andrew Booth Jr. I can see it.
0: There was I forget, and you oh. got to be careful on Twitter because it's not real life. But there was some guy who was not high on Booth, and they were showing the was it the Alabama tape? I forget what tape it was. I think he just got wrecked, and by Booth Jameson. was just getting. <laughs> I mean, like, like didn't even belong on the same field.
1: Hey, uh, I mean. It's always tough with those Clemson corners. I remember watching, pretty sure it was a national championship game, uh, where A.J. Terrell was just getting smoked by anyone that wanted the business. <laughs> uh, and they almost lost the game. I think, yeah, no, they they pulled that one out. Um, they almost lost, though, because A.J. Terrell just couldn't hold anyone's strap. That was it. But now, look at him. He's an all-pro corner. Yeah it just kind of depends on where they go sometimes and the coaching and the want to like uh, i was reading an article on like justin gilbert from oklahoma state that's been making arounds he had the best athletic profile out there the guy was had a problem with drinking didn't really show up to like all the mandatory mini camps didn't put the time and effort into wanting to be great and just kind of flamed out it's it's kind of a want to you kind of need the –
0: You need to have the an The need ego. to be
1: great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, I want to talk about one of my favorite players that you got going outside of round one, Travis Jones from Connecticut. Connecticut. Um, big body.
1: True nose tackle.
0: True nose tackle. Yeah. 6'4", 325. Great athletic score. He ran a 4.92. Yeah. Um. Great three cone, seven three three, and he had a broad jump over nine feet.
1: Yeah, I love his athleticism, but I just don't know if he's gonna go round one because, again, like teams don't value nose tackles like t- like just two down guys. Like, I like we're talking about Jordan Davis. I think Jordan Davis is more of a three down guy. Yeah, more people think he's just a two down guy. Um, I just can't get there with Travis Jones.
0: I would not hate the Packers picking him at twenty eight.
1: Oh my god, dude! You're on this whole defensive line for they the Packers. They need it. It's either <laughs> him
0: or Wyatt, right. and I think the knock on Wyatt for some is that he's 24 already. Yes. Um, I still think Wyatt goes the first he's round. Still
1: on first round. He ran like a four seven seven.
0: But the Packers desperately need someone alongside Kenny Clark in the middle of that defense.
1: I agree, but I'm sure we'll be texting all drafts and freaking out about it. <laughs> if if it's if the choice is there between offensive line defensive line and like wide receiver defensive line is like priority number three for me
0: okay i would put it as priority number two <laughs> so i like travis jones pretty pretty high on him uh what's another name here let's do justin ross
1: justin ross he would have been a lot higher on the boards if he didn't like break his neck or i think that's what happened with him um but he's a big bodied six foot four 200 220, like between 200 and 220 pounds um but he was a guy that played with trevor lawrence at clemson and had phenomenal career there at clemson but the combine didn't do him any justice the injury history he's probably gonna be like round five round six but i would take a shot on justin ross if i had to
0: my favorite late wide receiver is a guy i already brought up today i really like isaiah weston from northern iowa mm-hmm. um i think he'll be like a gr- for some team to probably get him in that fourth fifth round he's got the athletic talent um i think he'll be
1: you like calvin austin from memphis i believe
0: some people love him. Yeah. Um, I'm not a, a huge, like, Calvin Austin fan. Um, Thornton from Baylor. Saquon Thornton. Yeah, I mean, he was in the four twos. Yeah. But to me, he kind of screams like MVS.
1: They kind of screamed like Jakeem Grant to me.
0: Mm. <clears throat> but if you are the Packers. You get your day one guy and you get a guy like Thornton in like round four or five. Yeah. You've kind of replaced what you lost.
1: I agree. I could see them doing that. Yeah. We're like, Cause you need a guy that can stretch the field. Yeah. So you're going
0: to run posts and go routes. Yep. That's all we're going to have you practice.
1: Yeah. You know, what's kind of crazy. I was thinking about it the other day is uh Gruden and Mayock, like the need for speed in, in Oakland slash Las Vegas. Like literally they, they took Henry Ruggs and they only told him to run go routes. In that wild top a first round pick. Yeah, top like ten pick. Just just run go routes. And I mean, you can't really you can make a career off that, but you're not gonna make a top ten first round pick career off that. You're looking for a guy that can run every route in the playbook.
0: And I also wonder, like, did they pigeonhole Rugs? Rugs.
1: They did. I think he could have done a lot more than what they the what he showed. Um but Basically, my point is, y- you can find guys in round four, round five, to just run go routes.
0: Yes, yeah, they're they're those guys are a dime a dozen. Yeah. Um. All right, let's go, Quay Walker, linebacker from Georgia.
1: I want to do Quay Walker and Channing Tindall together. Okay. Because I'm taking any Georgia defensive player. <laughs> In this draft, i got give me all the defensive players from Georgia. Give me Lewis, sign. Give me Channing, Channing Give me Quay Walker. They're all phenomenal.
0: So that that should have been one of our over unders. Yes, how many Georgia Bulldogs? How many Georgia Bulldogs?
1: <laughs> Go the top sixty. <laughs> well, let's let's start day one. Okay.
0: So we got Trayvon Walker, Jordan Davis, Nicobe Dean, Nicobe Dean. You Some not?
1: people have Quay Walker over Nicobe Dean because of the athletic profile,
0: which is a little insane to me. Right, but you do have a guy who's two forty one who can run a four five two. Yes, with a ten foot broad jump.
1: Channing Tindall's four four seven. Jesus. Um,
0: <laughs> but let's let's okay. So we got three guys for sure. You know how I feel about Lewis Sign. Yeah. I think three is probably day one though,
1: right? I think three. I think it's Trayvon. I get Davis, Jordan. and I got Nakobe Dean. I okay. think Quay Walker, Channing Tindall, Lewis Sign, all go top forty though.
0: Six guys in the top forty. Yes, that is.
1: Oh wait answer. wait wait wait, wait. Devonte Wyatt.
0: Oh yeah, he's a day one guy. Yeah, so <laughs> four guys first round.
1: Yeah, but seven in the top forty picks. From a defense, plus yeah. you know you got George Pickens, you got James Cook, like their whole team's getting drafted. <laughs> but this is kind of similar to what happened with the LSU, the uh, Joe burr year. Yep. Just everyone just came out. Everyone went high. Everyone got drafted. The whole team looked phenomenal. One of the best college (laughs) teams of all time.
0: I think the difference between Georgia and LSU is I think Kirby Smart's got that program in a spot to repeat. Like Coach O kind of like inherited a phenomenal team. Yeah, for sure. And I think their recruiting kind of took a step back. I think Kirby Smart is going to. I think I would not be surprised. Yes. That's exactly where I was going with that, where it's going to be for the next five, 10 years, however long Saban wants to coach. Yeah. It's going to be Alabama, Georgia.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, we talked about this. Jermaine Johnson, who's a top 10 pick, left Georgia because he couldn't find playing time. (laughs)
1: Yeah. That's insane. That's insane. You're a top 10, 15 pick, and you can't get burned.
0: Wow. Um, That's going to be insane. All right. Um well, since we're in Georgia, let's talk James Cook. I
1: running love running back. Cook. Oh, they had Zamir White too? He could get drafted. <laughs> like their whole team's getting drafted.
0: Yeah. No wonder they won a national championship. So yeah. James Cook, four four, which is like perfect. Yep. Running back speed. I don't actually don't like my running backs too fast because a lot a lot of times <clears throat> they they're not too patient fast. enough to let the holes develop. <clears throat> but five eleven, he's a little undersized at one ninety nine. But he had a ten-foot broad jump.
1: Dalvin's baby brother.
0: Um. So this RAS website kind of has his comps, all great comps. Um. Jamal Charles, Tevin Coleman.
1: I was gonna say Alvin Kamara.
0: Um. They also have Chris Johnson on here. The thing about Chris Johnson is he had that four-two four speed. speed. Yeah, no one's Chris Johnson. Um. But Felix Jones. Those are all pretty good, They're solid man comps from They're an like, athletic standpoint. I like
1: this running back class, honestly.
0: It's a good class. We had Brees Hall going to Buffalo. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I still think Brees Hall's running back one. You could see like a mini run on running backs state two.
1: Yeah, I think Kenny Walker. Kenny Walker. I like James. I like James Cook. Uh, Rashad White from Arizona State. He's a nice player.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then later in the draft, you got guys like Pierre Strong yes. from South Dakota State. I mm-hmm. think he'll go rounds three, rounds four. Yeah, uh, this is a this is a nice little running back class. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, I don't think there's like a Todd Gurley or no,
0: there's nobody that.
1: But even like you know, Jonathan Taylor went round two. Like you can get guys round two that can just produce.
0: Yes, and I think. <clears throat> One, if you're a running back, that's a perfect spot to go. I'd mm-hmm. rather go round two than round one.
1: Right, we were talking about this last week. Yep. Last week. Yeah.
0: Um, and there's great value to have. Who was in Jonathan Taylor's class that also went round two?
1: Um, I was say Clyde went 32nd, I believe.
0: Um, was it Dobbins? J.K. Dobbins went mm-hmm. in the 30s yeah. or 40s. Yep. Like it's it's a good spot to get a good top running back. Right. So, um. All right, now I'm going to start picking on some names that, to be honest. I haven't followed too much. Let's start with Greg Dulcich.
1: We talked about him a little bit already, but UCLA boy. He's um, a tight end, right? Nice tight end. Yeah. Uh, I think he's my tight end one. Uh, I think he ran like 4.69 at the combine. Uh, great ball skills, good receiver. He can pull away from guys in the secondary. Um, not the greatest blocker, though. That kind of pushes him down a little bit.
0: Um, And then we got DeMarvin Leal
1: marvin leo from texas a&m
0: yeah so i don't know really much about him i got yeah he's
1: like a dnd tackle kind of like he'd be perfect for like the packers like a nice little three four defensive end okay um i don't think he had like the greatest combine but his tape is great he was viewed as like a top 10 pick like two years ago coming into like 2022 2023 um but he was pretty much the leader of that texas a&m defense playing in the SEC. Yeah, six
0: three, two eighty three. He only had seventeen on the bench, which is yeah, not great. Five um, zero forty. He's got great shuttle and three cone times. Interesting. I gotta admit, he's not been on my radar. Um,
1: I think he's like a second, third round pick. Just looking at your list, my boy Wandale Robinson. Yeah, let's do it. So he's from Kentucky. He looks like a he, he runs like a four four forty. Um tore up the SEC position. Uh wide receiver. Uh tore up the SEC there uh playing for Kentucky. Um I feel like he's gonna be real nice. Someone's gonna get a nice player, a nice steal like, round three, um, with Wandale. Uh true slot receiver for me. I think he's like five ten. Um I would love to see where he goes. I hope like one these high octane offenses like Arizona or to kansas city or green bay or buffalo
0: okay um thayer munford ohio state
1: he played tackle at ohio state but he's probably moved to guard yeah his athletic profile wasn't that great so he he might have to kick in the guard but he's going to be serviceable he's solid good technique um again ohio state you got the pedigree there so i think he could be a steal
0: speaking of (coughs) late steals um their tight end, and I'm blanking on his name right now, could be a real nice. Jamie Ruckert, yeah, could be a nice pickup for a team in that fourth, fifth, mm-hmm. sixth round.
1: Yeah, like tight ends, there's no great ones to be honest, but there's some guys that could develop and be something someday. You know, Ohio State had
0: a, you know, for them down year they had the three losses, yeah. including the bowl game to Utah, where like nobody played. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like the. Quietest senior class for Ohio State, like other than the two wide receivers who will probably go in the top 20. Yeah,
1: there's not, no Nick Bozo, no, there's no
0: like, uh, there's no real buzz like around a lot of those guys that are coming out.
1: Yeah, I mean, the past couple, I mean, Ohio State's a factory. This is they're taking a year off, they got the wide receivers because they always have wide receivers. But there's no like Dwayne Haskins. There's no like they got CJ Stroud next year. Mm-hmm. There's no Boza brothers. Like there's no like top five Ohio State guy. Yeah. Kinda
0: interesting. You know, usually they're just kinda like that blue blood program that's always got somebody going real high. And, right. and they still like again, they still will they're still gonna have two guys going the top twenty. Yeah. Um trying to think. We've we've talked about Louis Sign quite a bit. I'm high on him. Uh Jaquan Brisker, a name we haven't talked about yet.
1: he's a nice little safety out of penn state he's got he can fly man that guy can he doesn't have the great the greatest ball skills to me i think he's more of like a, a boxes type safety but his tape he looks like he can absolutely fly
0: penn state's one of those teams that could have a georgia type defense next year yeah they have a lot of guys that i think next year would be first round picks they're going to be a kind of a team to watch in that Big Ten East. Um, but, yeah, is there – I'm trying to look here. Is there anybody I missed
1: uh, that
0: you want to We talk can about?
1: do Kenny Walker Rashad White. Okay,
0: um, hit him together.
1: Uh, so, Kenny Walker, he almost won the Heisman this year at Michigan State. He's got great um, – how do I say this? Run after contact. Dude can just power through tackles. He runs a 4-3-8-40. Uh, decent to good vision. He could be a nice, like, three down back. He didn't have great uh, receiving numbers at Michigan State, but neither did Jonathan Taylor at Wisconsin. Um, he showed he can do it, I think, to me. We'll um, see what the scouts say, but he's got potential to be, like, a Javante Williams type back, I think. And then Rashad White, he probably has the most like agility, little wiggle, like little Reggie Bush to his game. Can break tackles easily. A lot of jukes. Not the biggest guy though, not gonna break arm tackles that much.
0: He had a phenomenal senior bowl. Yeah. Um for whatever that's worth. Um yeah, I like Rashad White. He's a good player. And then I think the other name we haven't talked about is Sam Hollow, but we've talked about him plenty. Yeah. Um I do think he goes. I still think he sneaks into that first round I think if he goes round 2 like like you have him potentially going yeah I think a team's going to get great value honestly like teams like I know we've talked about Seattle and what they should do but if you can get a second round guy yeah like that's dirt cheap right why right. not and take Seattle, a shot would, on be perfect him. Seattle him. would be perfect for Seattle
1: would be perfect for yeah I, I like that prediction there Sam Howell he's got good trades i just don't think he's round one good trades
0: do you think mitch trubisky ruined sam howell
1: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what's the correlation there well they both went to north carolina ah uh, no no I, i'm not <laughs> i'm not the all ohio state quarterback suck type guy oh, like I all am. north carolina I quarterback am. so you, you're not a high guy on cj shroud well That's i'm pretty <laughs> okay <on C. laughs> <J. Stroud. laughs>
0: I, I think he'll be pretty solidly first or second next year yeah um awesome man is there anything else that you wanted to hit anybody we missed
1: uh last thing i just want to hit is do you think debo gets traded draft night
0: i think if he's going to get traded i have been pretty solidly over the last since last wednesday banging the table that he will get drafted either before the draft or on draft night
1: so there's no way he makes it to monday like he won't be there in seven days
0: no because if if the 49ers are going to trade them you want picks in this year's draft i agree you don't want like a 2023rd first because then you're sitting there for a whole year Mm -hmm. with nothing
1: i could just see them being stubborn and just not doing anything
0: john lynch is an interesting gm Mm -hmm. to me um They've kind of been stubborn in the Garoppolo thing. Now maybe that's not their doing. Maybe other teams just haven't shown the level of interest that they're hoping. Maybe it's the shoulder, maybe it's other things. But if you're gonna if if the, if the 49ers are like, okay, well, we just don't want to deal with this, he doesn't want to be here, we don't want him here, you have to trade him, especially since me and Mike talked about this last night. There's a rumor that the Jets are all in with pick ten to get Debo.
1: I'm taking it, that to the bank if I'm the I, like I don't I'm know what friend. they're waiting for. Right.
0: Because yeah, you might be like, Oh, well, other teams traded, you know, Adams got a first and a second, but like you said, that's pick twenty two and fifty three. Yeah. It's different than pick ten. Right. Right. Like if you can get pick ten for him, done. If Carolina's even floated the idea of picking or trading pick six, yeah. What are you waiting for? Exactly. Um
1: like if you could flip Devo and just turn him into like a Drake London even or like Jameson Williams, like that I think right there, I would do it in a heartbeat.
0: Yeah, or, or even if you like another prospect. Like a with with them having Bosa, if you had like a Thibodeau who slips to six. Or, oh, my God. Like, yeah. yeah, like you're setting your team up for – San Fran
1: did this a couple of years ago where they flipped DeForest Buckner and they got Javon Kinlaw. Like, I mean, complete drop-off, but they took a high-end all-pro guy, flipped mm-hmm. him for a first-round pick like immediately.
0: And they don't have a pick in the first round, mm-hmm. so this gets you back into potentially the top ten. Yeah. Uh, if I'm the Packers, I would – We've talked about this. I wouldn't mind them flipping picks 53 and 58 or 59, whatever they have. They're two seconds for a guy like Debo. Yeah. you For the Packers, you run into the problems so of what are you going to pay him next year?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll figure that out next year, I guess. Right. Um,
1: I just don't think Debo's going for a first-round pick. I just don't see it, man.
0: But it, I, I agree with you. I don't think he's worth what Hill and Adams got. Right. But if you're the 49ers and and these and offers are, are real, yeah. like what are you yes. waiting for? Yes, what are you waiting for? Yep. Even Baltimore at fourteen. I'm with you.
1: Yes, if you can get it, if you can get ten or fourteen, you got to run with that. But if I am a GM outside looking in, I'm not giving anything more than a second round pick for Debo, just because you're throwing draft assets away plus thirty million.
0: Agreed. Um, agreed. So. And like that's got to be scary for a team like Baltimore, because you get, still got to pay Lamar.
1: Oh my God! Yeah, that's, so that's could, a talk have, for another day. But
0: you, but you could have seventy mil next year tied up between those two. That's a problem with
1: these quarterback running back or uh, yeah quarterback wide receiver combinations. Is if you know you get the quarterback, you pay him fifty million. Now the wide receiver wants thirty million. It's like forty percent of your cap. Yeah, that's insane. And if one guy gets hurt, I mean you're you're, just, you're looking at three in a three win season.
0: Um. So if he's going to get dealt it it happens between now and Thursday or potentially on Thursday yeah if we get to Friday morning and Debo hasn't been traded i think he's in San
1: Fran for another year i agree man i agree i can't see them i can't i can't see them trading if it has to be Thursday night if he doesn't move on Thursday it's he's there Problem, they're all year long.
0: Unless, like, you can get a second and a third for them oh, or two God. seconds.
1: Yeah, man. But if you're San Fran and these offers are real, the 10th pick, God, you just – you blew it. There's no other, like, analysis. You blew it.
0: Yeah, I mean, if these offers are real and he's still there on Friday, then he's in San Fran. Yeah. But we don't know if these offers are real either.
1: Yeah. I, th- uh, From what I'm hearing, everything uh, the New York Jets think – or they want to be all-in on any top-end veteran wide receiver. They were in on Tyreek Hill. I'm sure they're in on Debo. Well, Actually, and like a team like – I can't see them being like, yeah, we're not going to give you the 10th pick. They're on DK Metcalf. Um, they, I, I, any rumor out there, I feel that the Jets' 10th pick is totally available for them.
0: And for if you're the Jets, <clears throat> makes great sense because you can afford to pay overpay Debo next year. Yeah, because you still got Zach Wilson on and the cheap. Rookie. Yep. Um, the problem that would the Jets are probably dealing with is they need to be in talks with Debo's agent. Mm-hmm. Like, hey,
1: to make sure. Yeah, we can you, franchise.
0: You them. can. While well, what you do is you do, you trade and extend him right away.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. Just like Tyree Kill. Yeah.
0: Yes. So okay, what's your market? Yep. Well, let's start to terms before we even put a real offer out there, and there's not a lot of time to figure all that out. Right. Um. Last thing on the 49ers, I talked about this with Mike. I think you and I talked about it last week. Saw a tweet, a rumor that San Fran was offering Debo 18 mil a year. <laughs> no wonder Debo wants out if that rumor's real. Like, yeah. what a slap in the face. <laughs> like, you're going to pay me the same as Christian Kirk?
1: Yeah. No, that's underpaid. That's Christian Kirk at 21.
0: Well, with incentives. Sure. But, yes. God. Come on.
1: What a slap in the face. Yeah. Uh, it's La- got to be twenty five plus. Plastic on this on Debo. Did you see him leak contract negotiations between uh, Tennessee and AJ Brown?
0: No. How did he?
1: <laughs> that was on Instagram Live. So, oh Debo, no, missed this. Debo basically came out and said that yeah, like I'm talking with AJ Brown because they're in the same boat, right? Oh yeah. And he basically said that Tennessee said that we'll offer you only twenty million a year. We we know you're worth more, but that's as high as we're going to go
0: so so mike and i talked about this last night so you got ever since hill and adams got dealt now you're seeing top end wide receivers kind of play their cards here so yeah. you got debo although debo seems to be more not so much about the money and more about how he's been used yeah okay that's fine although the, if that 18 million offer is real that's still a slap in the yes face. you got AJ brown now who's wants more yeah and you got terry mclaurin and dk and then dk Yep. Although I think DK will get paid in
1: Seattle. I think they'll give him whatever just to have a guy they, to sell jerseys. Yes. And <laughs> they
0: well, they need some stability after Russ is gone. Yeah. So um but of those other three looking at like Adams on the move, Hill on the move, my question is are there enough teams in the league to pay guys twenty five million plus at wide receiver?
1: I think so, yeah. Cuz you can always move money around. It's just there's a lot the problem comes with these quarterbacks making 40 to 50 million. So like the Packers take the Packers for instance, I don't think the Packers are willing to do that. They were willing to do it for DeVonte Adams, but that was because he was the best wide receiver in the league. I don't think you do it for like the 7th best wide receiver, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> or Agreed. the Chiefs, the Chief like I don't see the Chiefs spending, you know, 80 million between Mahomes and Debo.
0: No, cuz if they were going to do it they would have done it done with Tyreek Hill. Hill. But I think teams that have been linked, and you don't, you never know if the link is real. But the Jets, like you look, the Baltimore,
1: Jets, Baltimore, the Lions, the Texans, the Eagles, like I could see, there's five teams right there. I could see, I could see the Giants doing something. The Giant, well oh, dude, the Giants, Giants are a different issue. They have Kenny Galladay for seventy million.
0: <laughs> Mike and I could not remember his name last night, but oh. yeah. Do you know how many touchdowns he had last year? None, zero. Same as you and me, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> for seventy mil. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah. So interesting because I think that's going to be the problem some of these wide receivers run into. Like if you are gonna play the "I want to get traded" card, you need you need to be the first guy. Mm, Yeah, it's much harder to be guy three or four. Like if Debo gets dealt, that hurts. AJ Brown that hurts McLaurin because yeah. your market of teams who are willing shrinks. to trade is yeah. shrinks considerably.
1: And like also, these teams they'll need to be thinking like, hey, like draft assets and bidding wars like are going to dry up. Like you can get a, dr- a nice little compensation if you have four teams bidding, but if you have two teams bidding, you're not going to get the same price.
0: Yep, and if you're a team who's going to bid, let's say you really like AJ Brown, well. We really like AJ Brown in 2023 when he's a free agent. Yeah. Like, fine, we'll pay you 25, but I'm not going to give you up a first and a second or a second-round pick. Yeah. I'll just pay the cash.
1: Yeah. And I think the Packers were kind of smart to be the first. They were
0: brilliant to be the first. Yes,
1: because every other wide receiver was like, whoa, wait, wait, what's going on? Oh, this is what's happening? This is the market? Oh, we're in too. Yeah. Because none of this DK, Debo, all all this chatter didn't happen until after Devontae and Hill got moved. And Hill saw Devontae get moved and was like, whoa, I want 30 mil. Yeah. And now was like, whoa, I want 30 mil too. Yeah.
0: Well, and if you're um, the Raiders on the flip side, it was brilliant to be first. Yeah. Because not only did you get better, yeah, you made the Chiefs lose their top wide receiver.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That was a great unintended uh, consequence there of the Chiefs uh, losing their wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you got Adams, but then you forced Hill out. Hill out. Yeah. Which is great. Great. Yeah.
0: The wide receiver market is the most fascinating to watch because the biggest divas, the the biggest divas where we just talked between five and seven guys go every year in the first round. That's the flip side to this. though. Do we get to the point where like it's like running backs where we've overextended the market? And do we see a correction where we get back to like, no, 20 to 22 is really where the cap should be.
1: I also think it'll be interesting to see what th- the camps of Jamar Chase and, and Jettas do. Like you know they're top three wide receivers in the league and they're seeing these guys get thirty million. Are they just licking their chops? Are they gonna like force wow. their hand two years out?
0: And by the time Jamar Chase is due for an extension in two years, like that thirty could be thirty four.
1: <laughs> it could be a forty, dude. The way the caps going on
0: the T V deals. But then <laughs> but then on the flip side, they're going to have to extend Burrow first. Exactly. And he's going to be getting like five for two fifty fully guaranteed after what Deshaun got.
1: It's nuts, dude. I can't wait. It's gonna so be wild. Fifty
0: per. Yeah. And now this are is you gonna
1: three, four years on the line. But it yeah. is.
0: So yeah. But it's coming. It's coming. And are you also going now the cap's also gonna go up? I just saw or maybe you sent it to me, Sunday ticket is gonna to move to Apple. Yeah, for like two bill plus a year. Yeah, that's gonna move for the players. That media kicker is gonna kick in, so they're gonna get forty eight and a half percent out of the CBA, and they just sold the other rights for like a hundred thirteen billion over ten years. Like the salary cap is not ever gonna go down no. like it did with COVID. Yeah, so it's gonna go up probably fifteen percent every year. Yeah, for the next five six years. Yeah, so that'll give teams more room. But three years from now, man, could you? We could have Chase and Burrow combined eighty-five mil.
1: I think that's the only duo that will be combined because of the broship they got there. Like they are best friends. I can't be. I can't see Joe Burrow getting paid and then being like, dodge Jamar, tough luck, man." Yeah, no. You're going to the Jets, bro. Like, no, yeah. they're gonna. You, I think Joe goes to the front office and goes, "Like, I on my bread." And you're gonna pay my boy Jamar. It's
0: probably why <laughs> like Cincinnati hasn't extended a guy like Jesse Bates.
1: You think they're preparing for three years down the line?
0: They they're one of the smaller markets. Yeah. Like yeah, they went to the Super Bowl last year, which helps. But they're not like a storied franchise. Yeah, I could see ownership just saying like, hey, we are they going are to cheap too. We're gonna float right around that ninety percent minimum. Yeah and we know we're going to get hammered so let's start saving some cash. Right. We're going to need to put it all on escrow for Burrow anyway.
1: Like <laughs> oh um, these quarterback contracts are going to be insane, man. I Burrow, think I do Herbert, think they need
0: to change the accounting rules.
1: They definitely do. I think that'll happen like next and, like, winter meetings. I
0: get why they're in place. But like come on. What right. what NFL franchise right now is hurting for cash where they they right. couldn't cut a paycheck?
1: Right. Right. Yeah.
0: Even like these new stadium deals they're all mostly publicly funded like ownership isn't putting up a ton of cash for these new stadiums Mm
1: -hmm. like the bills just took state of new york or buffalo for what 800 million 850 yeah tennessee
0: is going to be next yeah um that's the other interesting thing like is tennessee really prepared to let this blow up right as you're getting ready to build a new stadium like Tannehill is Tannehill. You're gonna let AJ Brown walk, and then who knows if Derrick Henry's still playing in three years? Just because the oh, running yeah. back position is so brutal.
1: Yep, they got like a two-year window. Like man. all
0: of your superstars could be gone by the time you're breaking ground on a stadium, which is not where you want to be.
1: I don't know, but the South is kind of different. In Tennessee, they're still gonna come out, man. It don't matter. Yeah, it's different than like.
0: And it's Nashville, and people like to travel to Nashville, so you'll yeah. you'll always. It's like it's like Vegas, mini Vegas. People still go
1: to Knoxville games, man
0: yeah good point good point good stuff man anything else
1: nah man i can't wait till thursday
0: yeah you and i'll be jumping on again uh we'll do a so i'm not gonna do a wednesday episode because we're gonna do a thursday night recap so uh watch for that to drop it's gonna be fun we'll get to see who was right who was drastically wrong um I'm so pumped. This is the most excited I've been for a draft in a long time for a lot of different reasons. I think it's going to be chaotic and good. And Oh, one more thing. we got to do it. What? Because we haven't talked about it. Over under draft day trades.
1: Ooh. Um,
0: we haven't done this yet. Okay. I'm going to go...
1: Over under four and a half.
0: Ooh. I'm going to go...
1: Are we including the Saints in this already or no?
0: Yeah, yeah, because okay. they so – Oh, one. no,
1: no, 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 no. No?
0: Draft day trades that happen on draft day.
1: Oh, okay. All right.
0: I'm going to go under but just barely at four. So you're in four? I think you'll get a team in the top ten that will trade out. I think one of the New York teams for sure. Okay. I think the Saints move up. Okay. The problem is these could be linked. Yeah. But we'll go the Saints, and then I think you got – both Kansas City and Green Bay candidates to move up. Yeah. And then you got a team, ooh, and then you got a team probably sneaking in the back half of round one.
1: I'm gonna go. I'm f- gonna stick to four. I'm gonna go five. Okay. I'm gonna go over. Because I think, I think Detroit trades thirty two. I think someone moves. I think the Packers and the Chiefs both want to look to move up. I think the Giants make some idiotic move. (laughs) And I think Debo gets dealt. Ooh,
0: yeah, Debo. And do you think the Saints move up?
1: I think the Saints move up. I think the Packers move up. The Chiefs move up. I think Baltimore deals for Debo. And I think the Giants make some catastrophic decision to move down. Yeah.
0: And the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, and the teams that could move down with the Packers at Chiefs, I think the Eagles are a great candidate for that. Uh, the Chargers, great candidate for that. Texans. Texans. I think both New York teams wouldn't mind moving one of their first round picks back.
1: I think the Giants more than the Jets. The yeah, Jets, I think, want someone at four. And then 10 is going to be a little dicey. You'll see what happens there. Like if – something happens like Kenny Pickett's at there still at 10 I could see someone running to the podium to draft Kenny Pickett
0: I just really hope really hope the Jets don't pick Kyle Hamilton at four
1: I hope Kyle Hamilton does not go top 10 because whoever does that it's is coming. Jamal
0: Adams it's coming 2.0 it's coming yeah all right man good stuff now we'll seriously get out of here so thanks for <laughs> listening everybody we'll talk to y'all later this week bye